Welcome back to the Baked Beans podcast. After a long hiatus, it's been resurrected. I mainly decided to resurrect this podcast because I've actually had like a few people tell me that they've been listening to my podcast recently. And like Yanru in particular said that it was nice how it was like the episodes with me by myself in it, which is me talking like with no interruptions, just me and my thoughts, kind of word vomit in audio form. And that is actually what I kind of like the most about these podcasts as well. Like it's very stream of consciousness, whatever I think of, I say. Although that being said, there is like a weird sort of like performative aspect to it because I find that the way that I talk, obviously when I talk out loud and I know that I'm being recorded, it's very different to the way that I talk to myself in my mind. Like when I talk to myself alone in my room, it's just like, I don't know. It's like, well, I was going to say it's like I'm being watched, but like I kind of am. Anyway, I thought that I would plan this episode kind of a little bit so in the beginning I thought I'd give you guys a little bit of like a life update sort of thing and then depending on how much time that takes I thought that we could go on like sort of like a Wikipedia Google deep dive sort of thing where I research all the topics that I've been meaning to research but I haven't gone around to okay so I actually do have kind of like an anecdote for you guys. So basically these days I've been working at Lush, right? And then my coworkers the other day, like two days ago, told me about this guy. Like I wasn't there at the beginning of the conversation. So I kind of like joined in halfway. So basically they were talking about this random guy who like always comes in and he's like a little bit crazy, like crazy kind of, what's like the the right term for it? Like he probably does have some mental problems, but he always comes in and he thinks that he works at Lush and he's not like dangerous. Like I don't think he's done anything physical, but the gist is that like, we should be on the lookout for him if we see him like, kind of core security report it to the managers kind of like tell headquarters kind of like you know like keep an eye on him basically so basically my co-worker Kaylee she was telling us about this guy and I was like what like what that's so random like what what's going on and then apparently that day two days ago he had slipped in a note like under the doors before we opened and that note was insane like I'm honestly getting like honestly a little bit creeped out talking about this because I am recording like alone in my room at night but oh my god oh my god what was that sound okay no okay whatever wait I mean no he's no okay like this guy is not logically speaking is not gonna pop up in my room randomly so it's fine but that note literally looked like like crazy rambling notes that you would get from 
like typical mental asylum horror movie kind of note like it was like it was on an A4 piece of paper and then the whole thing was covered like top to bottom left to right in writing in like scribbly scratchy writing and then it was like sort of illegible because things were written on top of each other it was in like a pen as well like things were written on top of each other and then it was like so there were like kind of three colors like it was blue pen red pen and green pen right and then there'd be like blocks of text in blue pen and then two lines of like red pen kind of like in between the lines of blue pen but also kind of overlapping it so it was like it was illegible like you i couldn't tell if if i was supposed to read it like blue pen all at once or like you know like blue pen all at once and then red pen and then green pen or if it was like read it and disregard the color or like i don't know like it was just literally illegible but from the things that i could read it didn't even make sense it was like i i don't even remember like I don't even remember what it said because it made so little sense that it didn't stick to my brain. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't even have, like, a gist to tell you, like, what it was about because it was so nonsensical that I couldn't even interpret it to begin to remember it. But basically, it mentioned Lush, like, a lot of times because, like I mentioned before, this guy thinks that he works at Lush and apparently he did, like, a long time ago. Well, not a long time ago, maybe a few years ago. I'm not too sure, but he did work at Lush, either like in the warehouse or like in the headquarters or something, like not as a retail worker, but he did work kind of under the whole Lush umbrella. And the whole note was about, oh, like Lush, blah, 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 like the downfall of Lush or something. Like, I'm not sure, like I really can't remember. So basically that was my first knowledge of this guy. And I kind of like, I saw the note and then I was like, mm, this is like kind of a little bit creepy, but also kind of fun. Like, like what? Like, doesn't it sound like something that is from a movie? Like it doesn't, like it's kind of fun. Like, wow, someone left a mysterious little note in our store and it looks stereotypically like, a crazy person's note like that's kind of fun and I genuinely wish I took a photo of the note because I feel like that would be quite like a nice little piece of memorabilia from my time at Lodge but I didn't I don't know if it's still there like I had to shift today but I didn't really look at it but basically that was what happened two days ago and then today during like my morning shift there my manager was kind of like I saw her reading an email kind of concernedly, like worried, worriedly in a worried manner. And then I walked up to her and I was like, hey, yeah, like what's up, what's going on? And then there was a customer there. So she had to whisper to me like, look at the computer, look at it. And I had to look at it and it was like an Excel spreadsheet logging all of the times that this person, this crazy guy has come into the store and kind of disrupted us because he's been to multiple Lush stores all around Sydney for like ever since 2015. And he's been doing this like 
every couple of days, every couple of weeks, maybe every couple of weeks. And then it's actually insane. Like, so it logs the days that he came in, which store he came in, which like, um, employee encountered him. And it has like a brief description of what he did, what he said. And then it also has like actions further taken, like for example, call security or like call the police. And people have called the police on him multiple, multiple, multiple times. People have called the police on him, like I saw in the logs. And then I read some of the descriptions as well of of, of their encounters. And one of them was like the the most recent one was actually this morning. He went into the store and like we're Waringa, Waringa, like something like that, and he came in with a lotto ticket, and he ripped it up, threw it in the store, and yelled, "I'm the winner! I win, Mark Constantine." And for context, Mark, for context, Mark Constantine is like the founder of Lush. Like he's like the person who created Lush. So that's what happened that was literally this morning and then a few days ago like he went to other stores kind of like he always comes in and he starts like counting the products apparently like kind of doing like quote-unquote stock take like counting the products in the shelves like kind of pretending that he works there like either pretending or like he still thinks he works there or like something right like he always does stuff like that apparently and I saw in the logs that he came into our store a few months ago I think it was like September last year and he what was it like he had like those new years those celebrate those party poppers and then he popped one in the middle of the store and then he said something about like I I don't I forgot what he I forgot what it was like I'm kind of mixing up the different descriptions in my brain like I can't really remember like if this was from the same one but I also saw like that he started talking about the amazing race and like he always comes in okay so like he always comes in talking about Lush and Mark Constantine and he always comes in thinking that he still works at Lush So that's basically the gist of it. We have like a resident, like crazy person, I guess, visiting our stores. It sounds quite funny, but I am honestly genuinely a little bit scared. Like even talking about this, I'm like honestly scared, but I think he'll be fine. Like he's never done anything violent. So yeah it'll be fine but he has been making more appearances in lush stores in these past couple of days so people at my store were like yeah if you see someone acting strange just like you know take take precaution so that is a funny little thing that has happened recently Um, what else? I've been kind of getting more into my hobbies recently as well. So 
I started drawing this cat comic for my for my sticker store Instagram. It will probably come out by the time this podcast comes out. So I've been doing that, and also I brought I bought a I bought a crochet hook and some yarn, and I really want to make myself a balaclava. I think the most trending accessories right now okay no wait no wait balaclavas are already trending like it's already a trend but what i think is going to be trending next is aprons because think about it like aprons are so functional and they're actually kind of cute it's like a mini skirt with actual function with pockets like big pockets and then you can like and then you can get them dirty and it's part of the aesthetic like going to the toilet and like you don't want to use those weird hand dry things that never seem to work just wipe it on your apron and then if there's like wet marks on it it's part of the look because because it's an apron and then if you soak pockets into it you put your phone in it your wallet whatever 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 like pens earphones like it's so functional it's like a portable bag without the sort of clownery of wearing a bum bag because honestly some bum bags are cute but some look honestly atrocious so an apron kind of jumps over that hurdle of looking atrocious while still maintaining the functionality of a wearable bag and in addition it pairs well with any outfit like for example apron on top of pants very very cute apron on top of a skirt even cuter apron on top of shorts honestly a little bit questionable i don't really like the look of that but maybe with like three quarter length shorts not like short shorts because i honestly like the main thing that trips me that trips me that, that trips me up about that is I don't like it when the apron okay I'm talking about short aprons as well like I'm talking about halfway down the knee aprons so okay well I've actually been the whole reason I'm thinking about this is because I wear an apron to work at Lush and then like it actually I think it actually enhances my work outfit so that's what kind of brought on this whole thought process but yeah, anyways, and the, and the aprons that we get at work are like quite short. So what I was saying was, I don't think that it's a good look when the apron is longer than the bottoms that I'm wearing. If I'm wearing like short shorts, it's shorter than the apron. But if I'm wearing like a mini skirt, it's longer than the apron. So the apron kind of is that like, you know, like hits that sweet spot between short shorts and short skirts. And I just don't think that wearing short because here's the thing like if you wear short shorts it just looks like you're wearing a skirt from the front and when you turn around it just looks like your butt is exposed weirdly you know what i mean so that's why i don't think short shorts and aprons would be a good look to go but other than that aprons would be a slam dunk to any other outfit i really think it's going to be a thing if not i will make it a thing I'm going to start wearing aprons everywhere and then no one can stop me and then people are going to look at me and be like wow that is so smart and so cool and then I'm going to start a trend 
I'm calling it 2020 is a year of aprons. Wait, would I just say 2020? 2022 is a year of aprons. Yeah, that's it. Anyways, you know how at the beginning of the podcast when I was like, oh yeah, like when I'm talking like during a podcast, it feels like I'm being watched. I feel like the only reason that I felt like that was because I'm recording on my iPad, right? And then in the beginning, I had just pressed record and I could see like the little, the little, the little like audio button going like, like I could see myself being recorded, like the little, the audio file because the screen was on. But then now that I've been talking for a while, the screen has turned off and it doesn't feel like I'm being watched anymore. It just feels like I'm talking. Like it feels much more natural, kind of like, I'm talking to myself in my room. This is kind of I talk to myself, how I talk to myself in my room, except I don't like articulate my thoughts when I'm by myself because, you know, then my thoughts like I already know what I'm going to say. So I kind of like cut myself off early. But then knowing that people are going to be listening to this, I'm like, mm, I've got to explain everything or else they're going to be like, what? Like, what are you talking about? Anyways, yeah. I also just left a really long pause there. And as I was leaving that pause, I was like, "Mm, this is kind of a long pause. I'm going to have to edit this out later. But then now that I think about it, like, is it actually valuable to leave that long pause in there? Because it kind of adds the authenticity of things. Because I remember in the first few episodes, I kept editing out every little pause that I had, even in the middle of sentences. I would edit out the pauses and then in my mind it made the podcast seem more like flowing you know more cohesive but then now that I kind of think back to it I feel like the effect is actually quite jarring because in natural conversation there's like ebbs and flows there's pauses there's like time where people are thinking about what they're gonna say you know so I feel like maybe I should leave it in there but I also don't want that thing to happen where people think that the podcast has stopped for some reason like the app stopped working or the phone stopped working and then they go to check it and they pause it and they're like hmm is it working is it not working and they play it again and then and then suddenly like my voice comes back on you know like I don't want that to happen but maybe I don't know maybe that's part of the experience I don't know I don't know anyways okay fine I'm kind of rambling on a little bit because I started this podcast thinking that I kind of walked through my like mental well-being these past few days and I have been rambling because I don't want to talk about that it's like I was thinking about it before and I was like "Mm, yeah like what I'm going like what I'm thinking of like what I'm thinking through right now is very good and I want to kind of like articulate these words so I feel like it'd be good if I made a podcast about it so that I could fully form these individual concepts into thoughts and I don't know possibly share with people see what they think but then now that I'm like coming down to it I'm like uh, opening up to people very very scary because one of my resolutions for this year 
it was not really a resolution for this year I kind of came up with it before 2022 but I really do want to start opening up to people more because I feel like that's one of the things that I really really struggle at because it's just not something that I'm used to but I really do want it to happen like I just feel like a lot of my friendships would be a lot more solid I guess if they were more grounded on like emotion I was gonna say, like emotional relationships if that makes sense like I just feel like sharing emotions is a very very important part of friendship that sounds so obvious but like it wasn't that obvious to me before so yeah anyways basically I was gonna I was thinking about before about how every day or not every day but like a lot of the times when I'm not at work when I'm just by myself at home I'm like I always feel really anxious but it's always about like I think I'm not doing enough like even when I am doing something like it's not just boredom like even when I'm doing something like like for example drawing my little cat comic or like reading a book or like something like that I'm like "Mm, oh my god I'm not doing enough like I need to be doing something more like life has to be more than this I think I just articulated perfectly back there like I always think life has to be more than this like life just has to be more than me sitting in my room doing my little hobbies like you know doing my little activities blah 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 blah, like but then I'm like is it because here's the thing right like I think the main reason that I'm feeling like this is because this is a time of people's lives when they start getting internships and entering the workforce like a lot of my friends getting internships getting like like real jobs or whatever like real like you know what I mean right getting real jobs getting internships doing the little things and I feel like I have regressed in that sense like I moved back home with my parents I did first year three times like what am I doing sometimes I'm like yeah what am I doing but the thing is I've always subscribed to the mindset that success is arbitrary like I've always thought like that and I still agree success is arbitrary like success by itself without happiness or being content whatever whatever like all of that stuff success by itself is quite arbitrary and even though I've always agreed with it I've kind of reassigned a new meaning to it if that makes sense like before I was just like what that what that phrase meant to me was it's not like very good to work yourself to the bone just to be like the top of something like it's not worth it to focus all your time and energy on work just to be like like CEO of a company not even CEO like getting a good position at your job blah 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 like it just all of that just was not worth it to me that's what I thought that 
phrase meant to me before but now I feel like it's a little bit different now I feel like I'm kind of leaning in more to the to like the off the beaten path kind of route if that makes sense because I got distracted and I lost my train of thought. Like I had something to say there and then I forgot it. Let me let me think about it. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. So now the the phrase success is arbitrary means more to me like defying other people's expectations almost. Like kind of expecting and welcoming the thought that people are going to think that I'm not doing anything with my life. Like people are going to think that I'm unsuccessful. Like I've wasted my potential. I've blah, 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 blah. Like it's kind of about accepting that fully and then moving on from it. Because I feel like this is very much gifted child burnout kind of moment where like as a kid, everything came really easy to me. Like I was just smart, I guess. And I could just do all the things. And people were like, wow, yes, you're like, you got a good test score, blah, 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 blah. You got into like NSG, blah, 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 blah. Like all of that stuff. And then I kind of internalized that external validation. Internalize, wait, that doesn't make sense. Like I kind of, wait, that does make sense. Yeah. I've internalized that external validation and then I put value to it and that meant something. But then now I'm in the time of my life where I'm like, I need to kind of move away from that because now that being smart doesn't come easy to me, like excelling at things don't come easy to me. I need to accept the fact that I'm not going to be seen as like wow doing amazing extraordinary things and just be complacent with being average or less because honestly I love working retail like I think it's really fun to every day put on my little work outfit put on a little fake personality go to work and be like hello everyone I love my life and I'm very friendly let me help you find a bath bomb and then when there's no customers, I talk to my coworkers and I'm like, gee whiz, the store is blank today. Fill it with either busy or empty or blah, 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 blah. Like talk about kind of subjects like that. And then, you know, ask people about their day, blah, 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 blah. Like make small talk, like chat with my coworkers. That honestly sounds like really, really fun to me. And I'm having a lot of fun doing it. Like I clock into work and I clock out and I have so much free time to do whatever I want to do. Like I have time for my hobbies. And when I have a half day off work, I go to the beach and then I come home and I make myself some food and I do my hobbies and then I go to bed. Like all of that sounds so, so, so fun to me. And I could honestly see myself doing it for the rest of my life. And, but the only thing stopping me is like, the kind of stigma that comes with working retail. And like, I know it's kind of stupid to even like care about that, but I feel like from my 
kind of perspective and upbringing is kind of hard to ignore because it's been so drilled into me like my entire childhood it was like mm, do your test get into university blah 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 get a good job blah 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 and then I've always known from my child that I kind of didn't like that whole pipeline but then I kind of did it anyways because like what what else could I do I was like a little kid but now that I do have more free will I've embodied that that perspective like I've like that kind of way of life is the only one that I know and if I'm not living that way like you know go to university get a job blah 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 like I just it doesn't feel like I'm doing anything with my life which honestly is a little bit fucked so I don't know how I don't know like how I feel about this whole situation because Because, okay, like I've said a lot, but like TLDR, it's that on the daily, I feel really anxious about not doing enough with my life. And in the beginning, I didn't know where that kind of anxiety came from. And only in these past couple of days have I figured out that it comes from seeing my peers and my friends do, do the things that I thought I was supposed to do and me not doing those things and even though I don't want to do those things I'm like "Mm, I should but I'm like "Mm, no I don't want to so that's where I'm at right now and I feel like at this moment or in these next couple days what I need to figure out is like what like how I'm gonna define what living my life means because I like right now I could say "Mm, yeah it's just doing the things that make me happy doing my hobbies right like that is very valid but I just don't think that's enough because that is what I've been doing right now but I still feel like I'm not doing enough so I kind of need to I don't know like maybe think about it but more maybe I will eventually come to terms with the fact that this is just what life is like this is all that it is but like maybe I will come to terms with that it sounds a little sad like me saying this is all life is this is all it ever will be but I don't even mean it in like that kind of sad that sad no through road kind of way I mean it in like a very like freeing kind of way like this just is what life is like you don't need to find it you found it you're living it right like that's what I mean so maybe I will eventually come to terms with that or maybe I'll like define my own version of I guess success like whether that be I don't know you know I don't know Like right now, I know for sure that in the near future, I would like to live by myself because I think that, honestly, if I think that, okay, like painting a picture here, I'm living by myself in an apartment that's very well decorated with all the things I like. It's very ergonomic to me and my lifestyle. 
and I'm living with Fermi. I work. I have a little. I have a little job that I go to. Maybe like retail. Like I just still work in retail, like at Lush or like whatever, whatever. Like I go to work. I come home. I see Fermi. I'm very happy. I cook. I do my little hobbies. I see my friends on the weekend or like two to three times a week. I go to the beach. I go to the park. I have picnics. Like that sounds so nice to me. That honestly, like I could see myself doing that for the rest of my life, and I'm very, very happy doing that for the rest of my life. So I don't know. Maybe that's just it. Maybe that is it. I don't know. Kind of food for thought. If this was the conversation right now, I feel like this would be a very good point for you the listener to make your input to kind of you know share your ideas but it's not a conversation it's a podcast so <laughs> listen and but i do want to know what you guys think like i don't know has anyone else been thinking about this lately okay interruption I'm actually editing this episode three months after I recorded it, and I have the answer now. In fact, I've expanded a lot on this topic and I will talk about it in the next episode. I found editing this to be very illuminating because it made me remember the thought process I had from the beginning of the year and how I'm still thinking about the same things to this day but with more answers now. It's like talking to past me. Ugh, I don't know, maybe not. Because I thought about my listeners, like the people who listen to my podcast regularly. And it's Amanda, Ashley. I think that's it. Two people. Okay, well, two people that I know that I like. Okay, like I know you guys are listening to this right now. So yeah, hey, what's up, Amanda, Ashley? Shout out. And like Amanda is like doing placements and stuff. So I don't know if she will relate to this. Like uh, I don't know what I'm doing because I know Amanda knows what she's doing, and Ashley as well. Like, I feel like, ew, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about people and then know that they're listening to this. Ew, that's embarrassing. I'm not going to do that. Whatever. Moving on. Okay, fine. I was going to say good things about Ashley and I don't want to, you know, say it. And then like, she's listening to it and she's like, eh, and I'm like, eh. Anyways, that's embarrassing. And also Amanda as well. Like, I was going to say very good things, but then I'm like, mm, she's going to listen to it. And then I'm going to be all shy about it. And then I'm going to be like, eh. so I'm not going to say. They know. Okay, they know. They know anyways. Like, I don't need to say it. They know. Anyway, moving on. I think that kind of sums up the what's going in my life portion of this video. Okay, so let me see what time we are at right now. Oh my god, 30, 35 minutes on the dot. Hmm. Okay, because here's the thing, right? Like, it has been... It is 1.20 a.m. right now. So I don't know if I want to, like... I kind of want to sleep early. I know it's not early, but, like, I want to sleep so that I'm able to wake up at a reasonable hour tomorrow so that I have time to do all the things that I want to do. 
because these days I've also started writing out like a little to-do list but not like a not like a boring chore to-do list but like a fun exciting what can I do tomorrow to-do list and I feel like that kind of helps combat my previously aforementioned anxiety because I'm like I am doing things I'm doing the things that I want to do that make me happy so I am doing things you know like so for example tomorrow let me see what I have on my list tomorrow number one make granny squares I've been you know the whole crochet thing granny squares is basically like a square of like I don't know crocheted material I guess that's that they're called granny squares number two finish comic my cat comic I have one panel left and I really want to finish that tomorrow number three buy hummus and carrots I've just been craving hummus and carrots and I think it's like kind of cute to like walk down to the IGA like the corner store near my house buy my little snack and then leisurely walk back home like that sounds quite fun to me and then number four I kind of want to go to taco street again this is like I think it's new this is taco place near my house it's also within walking distance and they do really good tacos like authentic Mexican tacos and I've been there once but I haven't tried the whole menu and I would like to go again and try the thing that I didn't try I think it was like I think it was like a beef birria taco yeah it was a beef one because last time I had shrimp and Amanda had mushrooms so we both didn't get the beef and the beef is like the classic one so I do want to try that so that's my plan for tomorrow it's honestly like very fun but like when I was doing that little checklist, it kind of brought me back to the last time in my life when I was doing checklists regularly and that was for uni. Except it's like a very different feeling because the checklist that I was doing for uni was obviously all about assignments and it was all stuff that I didn't want to do. Okay, here's the other thing about uni, right? Like now that I'm in a holiday, I'm like, uni honestly genuinely takes such a toll on me i'm like exhausted all the time and all i can think about is uni like in my free time i'm like oh my god work assignments and then in my work time i'm like mm, work assignments right like it's always it's like my mind is separated into uni and then not doing uni but thinking about doing it and i feel like partially that's because i do have like a bad perspective on like doing academic work I guess like I'm I've always I always procrastinate doing it and I'm always like it's always such a chore to me like learning is a chore to me actually not even that like cause I, w I wouldn't even say learning is a chore to me because I love learning in my free time like I'm always teaching myself new skills but it's like the moment that I know that it's gonna be marked and graded like that is part of an institution i'm like i hate it now i hate it i don't want to do it i hate it so honestly like a part of that a big part of why i don't like going to uni is my sort of personal you know bad relationship with academics but another part is that i really don't think uni is that useful at least not to me like I just it's not like it's not like I'm like oh I don't like going to uni but I know that 
it will be really helpful once I graduate and then I'm going to have so many new like job offers lined up for me blah 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 like at this point in time I'm not even sure that uni is going to be that useful so like looking at it kind of at the bigger picture university very expensive I don't like doing it I'm not sure if it's going to be helpful like why else am I doing it I know why it's because I'm scared of quitting and then not knowing what to do and then being in that kind of state of unknown like I'm scared of that which is why I'm still doing it or else I would have actually probably quit or maybe this is just me being me like I've never done second year in my life it's always been first year three times so maybe this is just my like annual end of first year I want to quit uni vibe I don't know I do I do want to finish a degree though like that's kind of just like a little goal that I've set for myself I kind of set a lot of these I wouldn't say they're arbitrary goals because it's not like they're completely nonsensical but I do kind of set some of these goals where it's like I'm not really sure exactly why I want to achieve these goals, but I but I know that it'll be good for me. Like, for example, this whole uni thing. And another one is I never want to smoke a cigarette in my life. Like, I don't even, even want to try one, which is like, I feel like that's kind of strange for me because I'm always the type of person who's like, I'll try anything once, but I don't know. Cigarettes, I'm like, like I know it's bad for me which is why I don't want to start and also I have an addictive personality so I'm like if I get addicted to cigarettes it's game over for me like I'm not going to be able to quit it's game over so I'm like there is good reason for me to never like don't take up smoking that's 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 a good point but at the same time it's like I know one is not going to be addictive but it's just kind of like like an arbitrary, I guess, goal that I set for myself. There's only two, really. The cigarettes thing and the uni thing. But yeah. I don't know. I feel like... I don't know. I feel like setting these goals is kind of useful, like helpful. Like in a world full of so much uncertainty, I at least have these two clear pillars to fall back on right like even if they they don't make any sense in fact I feel like it helps that it kind of doesn't make any sense that they're kind of not grounded in reason like okay I'm not saying they're not grounded in reason as in they're completely like out of the blue right like like I said before they are good for me but it's like there's no reason for me to be so stubborn about keeping up with it but what I was saying was that I think it's kind of good that there's no like particular reason because that means I can't wriggle out of it because I feel like I'm I will always be able to be like here is a very clear logical explanation of why I should do xyz and then I'd be like "Mm, but actually and then like you know talk myself out of it but this there, there is no reason here. I just want to do it because I want to do it. I just want 
it just it just has to be this way so in that sense there's nothing for me to like kind of wriggle myself out of if that makes sense like it's just it's just got to be this way like you know like I got to breathe air to live that's the kind of that's the kind of what's the word I'm looking for like solidness that I want these goals to have yeah anyways that is what I've been thinking about these past couple days honestly filming this podcast is kind of weird because it's like revisiting it's kind of like giving a recap of my recurring thoughts recently this is definitely not all of them like I always I don't know like I think I'm a little bit of an overthinker but not in the sense that it's like like you know you see those TikToks that it's like oh my god when you go to bed and and then you're like ooh what about that interaction that I had during the day that was so awkward why did I do that like I don't really overthink about those things I overthink about I don't know like I don't even know what it is that I overthink about but I always I'm always thinking about shit and it's maybe that's just being alive maybe I'm like oh my god I'm always thinking about things and then it's like in reality like no that's literally just how a brain works like a brain thinks about things like no shit anyways I don't know but yeah I was gonna say that I think it's kind of nice that I get this kind of time myself to kind of reflect on these thoughts and solidify them into words and kind of also keep it as a check mark in case I ever want to revisit them although I know that this is one of the episodes that I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna revisit I'm not even gonna edit this one because I don't want to like re-listen to the stuff that I've said because then I'm gonna be like oh my god I've opened up too much I'm not gonna post it I'm gonna see I'm gonna wriggle myself out of it like like what I was just saying before but I don't want to do that I'm just gonna I'm just gonna post it psych again I did edit this and like I said before I found it to be a very fun experience and honestly exactly what I needed to hear right now I'm hoping that if I do continue this as like a regular thing kind of these more stream of consciousness no topic no activity podcast that in the future I'd be able to listen back on it and be like hmm this is what Lauren was thinking at this time in her life that's interesting holy shit that's exactly what's happening right now omg this is such a trip it's literally like I'm reading my own mind you know what on that note I'd like to mention that these past couple of months not even these past couple of months Ever since I moved out of Melbourne, I, every day, without, without skipping a day, I always think about my Melbourne apartment. I just think about it all the time. And to me, it's like, is it, it's like, is it like, is it like when you break up with someone, but you miss them and you think about them all the time? I don't know what that feels like, but my closest estimation would probably be me and my old apartment. If I ever choose to revisit this episode, I would just like to keep this note in for future me. 
and if if I figured it out, me okay, this is just me talking to future me. If you figured it out, like why you are thinking about the Melbourne apartment all the time, tell me. Yes, those made haven't figured it out yet. I know that that is kind of doesn't make sense. I can't communicate to past me, but. It'd be fun to figure out, like, why do I think about it literally every single day? Almost, com- com- what's that word? Com- obsessively, compulsively. That word. I don't know. It's weird. Everything reminds me of that apartment. Maybe it's like I miss the independence of living alone. But it's not like I'm. But it's not like I'm really that caged in living at my parents house because they really mellowed out throughout the years like i feel like the one and a half years i was in melbourne they like went from a hundred to like zero they're like they're really chill now which is something that i never would have expected from them but yeah oh and also about the whole like independent living thing like Last month, like last month, like in December, I went to visit Melbourne with Ashley. And then Ashley had to leave early, like long story short, it was like a COVID thing. She doesn't have COVID. Why am I explaining this? I know that. Amanda already knows about this. Ashley already knows, obviously, because she's a person in question. But anyways, you guys all know about this. But yeah. But once, like, Ashley left and it was me alone in that apartment, it kind of felt like I was living alone in Melbourne again. Like, it had the exact same feel. Except now, like, back then, I feel like, okay, like, right now, when I'm looking back on my time in Melbourne, like, specifically the lockdown period when I was living by myself. That Okay, that's what I always think about, by the way, as well. It's not like me living in Melbourne with Ashley and Esther. Like, no offense, but I really, I rarely think about that part of living in Melbourne. It's always me living by myself. And so I feel like I've kind of idealized that time in my life. Like, I kind of see it through rose-tinted glasses. I'm like, mm, that was actually really fun and freeing. But then last month when I lived by myself again I guess well it was only for like a couple of hours in the morning but it kind of had the same feel anyway like the feeling was just I the feeling was very familiar except in my head I thought that it was like a good feeling like very yay like alone free like woohoo but then when I felt it again it was actually very like heavy and lonely and not as happy as I remembered it to be which is a bit weird it's funny how memory changes I mean I can I like I know I was like borderline depressed when I was living in Melbourne by myself but like I knew that I wasn't happy when I was living there, but I thought that, I don't know, like, it's weird to explain because I knew I wasn't happy, but in my mind, I kind of, I, I idealize, idolize, what's that word? Romanticize 
like that time in my life. Hmm, very weird. I don't know, I haven't really figured that part out yet. Hmm. I don't know, anyways. That little conversation was, was is also something that maybe in the past, even like a couple of months ago, I would have edited it out. But now I'm leaving it in because I'm letting people in. By leaving it in, I am letting people in. That's kind of trippy. Anyways, I think that is it for today's episode. Like and subscribe. I kind of forgot how to end this because it's been so long. But like, yeah, okay. Bye.